0: Welcome back to the Biohards Weekly Recap. I'm your host, Will Kirkpatrick. And welcome back. It is uh, week two. We've made it, boys. We've, we've made it past week one. We've made it past the weirdest week of every year. And uh, just like to say, at 1-0, I'm feeling pretty good. But, you know, there's uh, the thing about week one, and I think this is especially good for our newer guys like Charles, maybe. Week one does not define your season. Week one is a weird week. I remember two years ago, I had the highest score I've ever had in week one. I thought I had a wagon. I just uh, Juju Smith Schuster scored two touchdowns with you know Big Ben Roethlisberger. The rest of my season went okay. I had a slump in the middle. I Ended up losing in the championship, which I got to by if you can ask, if you ask Connor and if you ask me, <laughs> a lot of luck. A lot of luck led to that championship. I was winning games I wasn't supposed to win. I was losing uh, matchups um, by the skin of my teeth. It, it was very luck-driven. That was the year that I beat Eric over Thanksgiving weekend, with thanks to Taysom Hill, who, by the way, scored, what, 15 points this week. But I'd just like to say, yeah, it's week one. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. You can chill out. Don't freak out. Don't trade your whole team away. Don't drop everybody. Just take take a chill pill and relax. That being said, I am going to judge people based on their performances this week. Uh, We can start out by looking at the power rankings. Biohogs Power Rankings. Power Rankings this week are brought to you by my foot, my left foot. Uh, Let's start off at number one. We got Kirkham by the book, Peter. He moved up nine spots this week. As I mentioned in the text chat last week, The power rankings before were based largely off of week one projections and the legacy scores that I've calculated. So all scores, uh, all power ranking scores are calculated with the same formula. Week in and week out, they will be your average score times a certain integer plus the average of your highest score and your lowest score times two. Then you add in your record, basically your winning percentage, times a certain uh, integer as well. And so then uh, once you, you know, I, have a, I have a sheet set up where you, once you enter the weekly scores, it'll just spit out the power rankings for that week. Coming in number one, we have Peter, like I said, uh, with a win over the Manic Pit, Pixie Fantasy guys. Uh, Kirkham by the book is looking strong. Number two, we have the Wedgetail Eagles, that's Jeremy. Number three, he or he moved down one spot, mainly because of that high score outing by Peter. Number three, we had Cooking with Chef Russ. That's yours. Truly, I stayed at the same spot. The Holy Gaslighters uh, at four follow up next. They moved up from seven to four. The Fizz SMB Holes, otherwise known as Harry, have moved up four spots to number five. And Najee by Nature coming from number 12 to number six with a victory this week. And now we get into... Uh, week one, right, like uh, it's kind of like who won and who lost. That'll give you the most swing in the, in the votes or in the uh, power rankings. We have Eric as our uh, at number seven. He dropped two spots. The Physics Impostors, Michael, he dropped two spots to number eight. The Yeezus Warriors uh, with Charles uh, dropped one to nine. And the Montgomery Flea Market dropped six spots to 10. Connor stayed strong at number 11 with Hot Dog Hot Dog. And Manic Pixie Fantasy Guy, last year's champion, dropped 10 spots from number 2 to number 12. That's Weston at the bottom. Yeah, so like I said, week one, uh, the power rankings are going to be generally based on your record. Like, you know, if you won, you basically get a point value that the other people don't. So the top six are the ones that won. As the season goes on, that'll work itself out a lot better, especially when incorporating stores. Now we're going to do a little segment called MVP of the Week. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to avoid doing the same players every week, even though that might be hard. But your MVPs of the week, you'll basically have a top three. It'll be the highest scoring players from the winning teams. I'm going to try to avoid quarterbacks if I can, unless there's something that's outstanding. Like this week, we have two quarterbacks in the top three. For example, uh, Lamar Jackson, that's our number three spot. That's, uh, the starting quarterback for Najee by nature, Craig's team. He scored 29.22 points in a winning effort. Um, absolutely dominant performance um he came on a lot in the second half at first i thought well maybe i'm glad i didn't go for lamar this year and then i then he started doing lamar things and i was like oh yeah uh maybe i'm just a little bit early on that uh number two we have saquon barkley that's the top performer for kirkham by the book pete's team saquon looks true to form he beat my titans uh which was very upsetting i can assure you as someone uh, who doesn't often lose to the Giants, uh, it's it's not a good feeling, um, but I'm sure Peter can tell us a little bit about that. And then uh, coming in at number one, I mean, you know, is it even a conversation? It's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, you know, you throw for 350-plus yards on 30 for 39 passing, and you throw five touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's – I'm – you know, like, I know I said I'm going to try to avoid having quarterbacks in here, but I can see Patrick Mahomes topping this list a couple times this year, especially with the fact that I think that Jeremy's going to be winning games with the squad he drafted. I mean, Amon St. Brown was his third highest scorer in his flex with 20 points. I think we all would be clamoring to have a 20-point third scorer. And now, the PP poopoo poo-poo head of the week. In reality, that should say PP Poo Poo Heads of the Week, because what I'm going to do every week is I'm going to have our lowest scoring team. I'm going to go over their roster and what happened there. And I'm also going to go with the worst start of the week. So this is somebody who maybe from hindsight you would go, yeah, sure, I'd probably still start that player over the other, but it just didn't work out for him. Uh, our, our lowest score of the week was the Manic pixie fantasy guys coming off of a super bowl is always hard i remember whenever peyton beat uh, well the shell of peyton beat cam newton in the super bowl in 2015 uh me and my dad sat down to watch the carolina panthers the next year and we were like yeah we cheered for peyton in the super bowl we think they can do it again and then they ended up losing to the trevor simeon led denver broncos in week one this was that kind of performance i mean you had Your highest scorer, Jalen Hurts, not a big surprise there, but he was the only one to crack 20 with 24.72 points. Past that, you had 11.2 from Austin Eckler, 8.7 for Rashad Penny, 10.6 from Keenan Allen, who got a little bit banged up, but looks like he'll be fine. 2.2 points from Allen Robinson, 10.2 from Mark Andrews, a very surprising outing for Mark Andrews considering the matchup. 10.1 from Brees Hall, which... You never know with a rookie, 10.1 for his first week is not terrible, especially he caught a couple passes in there. Six points from the Bengals defense, which failed to hold off Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers. And then one point from Matt Prater, I mean, that's just bad luck. Weston, I'm not going to sit around and say this is going to be your lowest score of the year, but it's hard to get much worse than 84.72. I don't even think you've ever scored that little in this league that we've been in together. This is an example of what the rest of us go through all the time, okay? We have, and we're picking up waiver wire. We're looking at the waiver wire. We're riding hard. We're looking for, we find the guys and we look and we're like, okay, we're, or maybe we're not favored in this matchup, or I think in this case you were favored by 10 points, but maybe we're not favored in this matchup. But I think if my guys hit the right way then, and then we end up scoring less than 90 points. It's happened to literally every other team in the league besides you to this point. So I don't feel sympathy. I would love to feel sympathy. Uh, And if it were Charles or Harry or Michael who are a little bit new to the way that we run our lead, then I might feel some sympathy. So I'd be like, okay, sure, Charles, he hasn't played a lot of fantasy football before. Okay, Harry, you know, Harry and Michael, they've played a little bit, but you know, they've played some, but they're not like used to the way that things go. In this case, I have no sympathy. I don't think you'll do bad. I think you'll end up beating me midway through the year because honestly, this roster is pretty good. You took a couple chances on some guys and you ended up benching actually the second worst sit of the week with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but he really wouldn't have helped you here because Peter's team absolutely went nuclear. That brings us to the worst sit of the week. As I said before, if the worst, if the lowest point total had been someone who's newer than I would have sympathy. In this case, I do have sympathy. Charles, sitting Kareem Hunt is never a good idea. I understand. I understand. You started Devonta Smith in your flex. And Devonta Smith is a good wide receiver. The problem is you started A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Now, I am someone who has, on multiple occasions, I actually did it this last week, started multiple players on an offense, and I likely will this next week. What I don't try to do is I don't try to start two pass catchers on the same offense. And what you did here is you started two pass catchers, and Jalen Hurts focused on A.J. Brown the whole game, and he left out Devonta Smith. Now, let's say you started someone like Stephon Diggs instead of A.J. Brown. Then I could not look at this Devonta Smith start and be like, oh, this is a bad start. I think that it's a a fine start. If you don't have the other wide receiver in the offense also starting. Uh, This coming week, I'm probably going to end up starting Russell Wilson, Albert Aquabinam, and Javante Williams. Those are three players from the same offense. The difference is, right, I have a tight end who got targeted a decent amount. I mean, I don't know. Anybody who doesn't have Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews at this point is probably screwed. I got a tight end who's probably going to get targeted a decent amount. I have a running back who has a completely different role in the offense and I have the quarterback who is orchestrating all of this. You don't want to have the two players in the same offense with the same identity, right? With the same wide receiver identity. You just you, you need to learn and we all have had to learn. Kareem Hunt's going to get his own. Yeah, you may not want to start him some weeks. Maybe some weeks you're going to want to start Devonta Smith over him, or you're going to want to start uh, somebody else that you pick up over Kareem Hunt. But Kareem Hunt, while he will not score 23 points every week, which is the highest scoring bench total of anybody that was on a quarterback. Actually, I think he was the highest among the quarterbacks that we have on our benches as well. He is going to get his touches. He's going to get his touches Always. Yes, he's not the starter, but he's basically a starter. He goes out and he catches passes and he vultures at the goal line. So there's going to be weeks where Kareem Hunt scores four points. And this might be one of those week one things. But the thing is, is that Kareem Hunt, in every year that he has been on the field, in most games that he has been on the field with Nick Chubb, he has been a top 30 running back. He has been a top 24 a lot of those times as well. So That's your pee pee poo poo head of the week segment. Sorry, Charles. Like I said, I am trying to be a little bit more sympathetic to people who are not used to it, and these are the lessons that you need to learn week in and week out. Calling the hog. So in third place for the scores this week, we had me. I felt pretty good about my week. You know, I scored one hundred thirty-eight point four points. In second, we had uh, the wedge-tailed Eagles, that's Jeremy. He scored 141 points, 141.2, so we were both pretty close together. But in first place... Peter.
1: What's up, Will?
0: You're the hog this week, my man. You scored 159.48 points. That's the most by 17.2 points. How, How do you feel?
1: On top of the fucking world, putting this league on blast. Weston, your ass is grass. I'm a lawnmower. I'm coming for you. Tired of being in last. Tired of being in the little fucking shit ball of the little second tournament. Come for that chip. Starting out strong. We're gonna keep it going. Kyle Pitts, gonna find his play. Kirk Cousins, gonna keep being Kirk. Saquon Barkley, gotta hope he keeps it up. AJ Dillon, oh, what a sexy man. I'm here, baby.
0: Uh, <laughs> Peter, I have a question for you. So, at, on draft day, there were many people that were kind of bullshitting a few of your picks. What would you like to say to them?
1: Suck my ass. There we go. Week one was mine. You'll see me back here. I'll be back.
0: Yeah, and I think that like what what you like what we like to to think about though with week one is a lot of times that can be a little bit fluky. Do you think this was a fluke?
1: What? No, never. What? Mark Chase having 10 receptions for 130 yards and a touchdown, that's weekly, baby. That's Saquon weekly. St. having 164 yards and a touchdown, maybe it'll go down to 150 yards, but he'll probably have two touchdowns. Sure, That's, got, that's a weekly expectation, right?
0: Got to regress a little bit, right? But, hey, who knows? I mean, ma- yeah, ma- he's maybe, only human. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, you no, got anything, but... el- anything else to repeat? Oh, um, I
1: just got one question for the league. Oh, okay. You like that? You like that?
0: What I'll say to the people who doubt Peter Hasick is beat him. Keep your eyes on the waiver, boys. I'll see you next week. This has been Biohogs. Week two is coming right up.